0: the way the way la the way la podcast welcome home to the way la podcast today we will hear a sermon from pastor gabriel villalobos please make sure to share this on your social media and don't forget to follow us on instagram welcome everybody we are so glad that you're part of our online community thank you so much for being with us today we're going to get into an amazing message, but before we do, I want to really just pray over every one of you guys that are listening. I'm so grateful to have you listening. And I believe God's going to do something special today in your life. So, Father, I thank you for every listener, God, every person that is listening right now. And in the name of Jesus, I pray, God, that you would begin to just release supernatural blessings over their life, that you would help their faith grow and develop, God, that in, in your their relationship with you, that it would begin to expand and deepen, God, that they would get to know you more. I pray in Jesus' name that you would release revelation to us all through your Holy Spirit. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Man, I want to just start off by talking about Jack in the Box. I mean, it sounds kind of funny, but if you really think about Jack in the Box, one of the things that they're known for is the late night cravings, munchies. Some of you guys know what I'm talking about. You know what munchies are. (laughs) Late night. You could go to Jack in the Box at 12, 1, 2, whatever it is. And they have a whole meal catered to your late night cravings. And so I want to talk about cravings today. I want to touch on what cravings we have and how to really defeat these cravings. Um, Romans 7, 14 through 25 is the verse that we're going to be reading out of. And our title for today is defeating the cravings of your sinful nature. Every one of us has a sinful nature. No matter how disciplined you may be, how godly you are, you battle a sinful nature on the daily. And Romans 7, 14 through 25 is going to teach us a little more about it. But I'm going to open up with this and we'll dive deeper into it. But it says, so the trouble is not with the law, for it is spiritual and good. The trouble is with me, for I am all too human, a slave to sin. Verse 15, I don't really understand myself, for I want to do what is right, but I don't do it. Instead, I do what I hate. Verse 16, but if I know that what I am doing is wrong, this shows that I agree that the law is good. So I am not the one doing wrong. It is sin living with, living in me that does it. And I know that nothing good lives in me that is in my sinful nature. I want to do what is right, but I can't. I want to do what is good, but I don't. I don't want to do what is wrong, but I do it anyway. Oh, what a miserable person I am. Who will free me who will who will free me from this life that is dominated by sin and death? Verse 25, thank God. The answer is in Jesus Christ, our Lord. So you see how it is. In my mind, I really want to obey God's law, but because of my sinful nature, I am a slave to sin. How many of you guys would relate to this author? His name is Paul. How many of you guys could relate to him? where there's this battle within you, you want to do what is right, but you end up doing what is wrong. You have a desire to please God, but yet you find yourself doing things that don't please God. You want to change and transform in a certain area, but you find yourself coming up short. This is what Paul is talking about and what he's explaining to us and helping us understand that, number one, I want you to to understand that you're not crazy. Like There is a real battle within you. And if you are dealing with um, self-guilt, condemnation, self-hate because you're not doing... The things you want to do, and you feel like maybe God um, is, doesn't want to, anything to do with you because of what you were doing or, or the sins that you were committing or whatever, I want to just give you some peace and help you understand that God is very aware of the spiritual warfare that you are in. He's very aware of it. He knows that it is a battle, and He knows that you're going through battles on a daily God's love for you, God's um, desire for you, is doesn't shift based off of the circumstances that you're facing. It doesn't shift um, off of your results. Um, His love for you is super consistent. It's the most consistent thing that you would ever know. It's the only love that is consistent. And so I just want you to understand, if you're going through a battle, maybe as a Christian, especially those that are, you're a believer and you're just like, man, I don't, I have this struggle. I don't even know if I'm a believer anymore. I don't even know if I'm saved or if, because I battle within myself. It's it's not that you're not saved. It's that maybe you don't understand the battle within you and maybe you haven't been equipped to fight this battle within you. And that's why discipleship is important. That's why disciple making is important. And I'm extremely, extremely passionate about developing and making disciples of Jesus that make other disciples of Jesus. And if you want to get connected to disciple-making, please DM me or email me, call me, text me if you have my number, and I will love to just really help you out, especially you know, um, if you're serious. you Because know, after you give your life to Jesus, the next step is becoming a student, a follower, a disciple of Jesus. And so I want to help you develop in that. How do you defeat this? sinful nature and on a daily one of the things that comes to mind is when jesus was letting us know if we want to follow him there's some things we have to do um one thing that you have to do is deny yourself the other thing is you have to um, pick up your cross and then you could go follow him so deny yourself pick up your cross and then follow me and this is a daily thing that we have to do is deny what we want deny our sinful nature, specifically deny all of those things, pick up your cross, which is to die, crucify your your flesh and your sinful nature. And then you, you're going to be free and able to follow Jesus the way that you desire to follow him. And so the battle is in those first couple of things that I said, which is the deny yourself and the picking up your cross. How am I going to do this? Well, Jesus gave us a gift. What was the gift that Jesus gave us when he said for the disciples to go to Jerusalem to be empowered, to be filled with? It was the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. The Holy Spirit is available to every single believer. It's a gift. Just like salvation is a gift, the Holy Spirit is a gift that you receive becoming a man of God, a woman of God, a disciple of Jesus Christ. And so this this is the amazing thing about the Holy Spirit. One of the things that the Holy Spirit is is He is our helper. The Holy Spirit is the one that is going to begin to help you. What are we talking about here? The title: Defeating the Cravings of Your Sinful Nature. The Holy Spirit is the one that's going to help you defeat the cravings of your sinful nature that you battle every day. Acts one eight, it says, "But you will receive power." When the Holy Spirit comes upon you. Who's going to receive power? You are. When? When the Holy Spirit comes upon you. When you activate, when you tap into the Holy Spirit, you are going to begin to walk in power. You're going to be able to finally overcome these sinful cravings that maybe have been dominating you. You will defeat these sinful cravings, but it's going to take a power greater than the power that you walk in. It's going to take you to say, hey, I've done all I can. I've done my best. I've done everything that I have done. I can in my ability to overcome these things, but now I need to tap into something greater than me. I need to tap into the Holy Spirit. God, will you you release your Holy Spirit upon me today? God, would you begin to fill me now with your Holy Spirit? That's what you need to come to that That's what you need to do. You need to come to that place of saying, God, I need your help. I can't. I'm not. I've tried being disciplined. I've tried reading books. I've tried doing church. I've tried all these things, but I'm still struggling. I need something greater. And what you need, I'm telling you, is the Holy Spirit. And you could receive him right now. It's for the Holy Spirit is for every one of you, every believer, every Christian to to tap into, to do life with, to walk with every single day. I want to go over the internal battle a little more in Galatians 5, 16 through 26. And it says, so I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Let the Holy Spirit guide your life. Okay. The word let stands out to me. And I just think about it's a word that of permission. You have to give permission to the Holy Spirit. To guide your life you cannot just expect the Holy Spirit to guide your decisions guide you to every every great thing you need to give him the uh, the the freedom the permission by saying Holy Spirit I give you I allow you to to guide my life I allow you to lead me today this is a daily thing let the Holy Spirit guide your life Wow That was an amazing word so far. We're going to get back into the word, but before we do, we have a quick announcement for you. Join a discipleship group today. You were not meant to do this life with God alone. Step by step, God is going to show you how to grow in your walk with him. Sign up today only on theway.la. Now let's get back into the word. A lot of us, we allow so many people to speak into our lives. Some of us, our lives are directed based off of culture. Some of us, our lives are directed based off our political views, based off what you see on the news, what you see in, in social media. Some people that have influence in your family with you, or in our friends, or our, our th- co-workers, they can easily influence you, and they become guides of your life. Or some of us were tapping into some demonic things, and maybe because we don't know better, but we think that if we go to a psychic, that we'll get guide guidance in life, or we think that if we go to someone that's an astrologist or that does New Age and all these things, that we'll get a guide in our life because why you're looking for a guide but you're looking for a guide in all the wrong places desiring a guide desiring help in life comes from the lord but you're just looking in all the wrong places the lord wants you to find him and seek Him as your guide. And He's not hiding from you. If you're listening to this today, let it be confirmation that God is not hiding from you. God is wide open. He's wide in the open for you. Ready to receive you. You're hearing this message for a reason. The Holy Spirit wants to guide your life. And this is what, this is what's crazy. When you allow the Holy Spirit to guide your life, this is what it says it will happen on verse 16. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. So here's the question. Are you doing what your sinful nature craves right now? Do you find yourself in cycles of doing what your sinful nature craves? Cycles of sin and falling into sin or whatever the case may be. Do you find yourself pleasing your sinful nature do you find yourself having a difficult time on overcoming your sinful nature? Well, this is the key to you getting out of that place and over and getting into a place of victory over your sinful nature. Let the Holy Spirit guide your life every day. When I think about letting the Holy Spirit guide my life, I think about I am not I don't own me. I lay down my rights. I lay down everything that I am to God. I died when I gave my life to Jesus Christ. I am dead with Christ, and now I'm resurrected with Christ. How? I Through the power of the Holy Spirit. The same Spirit that raised Jesus from the dead is the same Spirit that's available to you, that was available to me to raise me from the dead, which means I am now new in Christ. I'm not the old person that I used to be. I'm new in Christ. And a lot of times we struggle thinking and and understanding this because we don't feel like we're new in Christ because we're still struggling with our sinful nature. Coming new in Christ, being born again, does not mean that you will not have battles with your sinful nature. You're going to fight your sinful nature till you leave this earth. You're going to continue battles against your sinful nature. But this is the thing. You could get to a higher level of victory and a consistent place of dominating against your sinful nature rather than it always dominating you and rather than you following your sinful nature like we did before we followed Jesus. And if you haven't given your life to Jesus, man, I know this must sound like some great news to you, and it's because it is great news. It's the news, the good news of Jesus Christ, that through believing in Jesus, you can not only have salvation, you'll have salvation, but in addition to that, on earth, He's going to give you His Holy Spirit that's going to make you a new person, and that's going to give you the power to defeat all these things that you've been in bondage to. Doesn't it sound great? Like imagine whatever you're in bondage to, you could get free from that. If you haven't given your life to Jesus, I want to just share some verses with you in the Bible. And at the end, I would love to pray with you. What is sin? First John 3, 4 says, Everyone who practices sin also practices lawlessness. And sin is lawlessness, which is ignoring God's law by action or neglect or by tolerating wrongdoing being unrestrained by his commands and his will how did sin enter into the world romans 5 12 when adam sinned sin entered the world adam's sin brought death so death spread to everyone for everyone sinned who commits sins romans 3 through 23 tells us we are made right with god by placing our faith in jesus christ and this is true for everyone who believes, no matter who we are. Verse 23, for everyone has sinned. We all fall short of God's glory, of God's glorious standard. And then Psalms 90 verse 8 says, You spread out our sins before you, our secret sins, and you see them all. Well, what is the consequences for sinning? Romans 6:23 says, "For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord." Luke 12:5 says, "But I'll tell you whom to fear: fear God, who has the power to kill you and then throw you into hell. Yes, he's the one to fear." What is hell? Matthew 25:41 says. Then the king will turn to those on the left and say, Away with you, you cursed ones, into the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his demons. What's hell like? Matthew 13, 49-50 That is the way it will be at the end of the world. The angels will come and separate the wicked people from the righteous, throwing the wicked into the fiery furnace where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Who goes to hell? Matthew 13:49 uh, says that it is the way that is the way it will be at the end of the world. The angels will come and separate the wicked people from the righteous. 2nd Thessalonians 1:8 through 9 says he will punish those who do not know God and do not obey the gospel of our Lord Jesus. They will be punished with everlasting destruction and shut out from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of His might. Matthew 7.13 You can enter God's kingdom only through the narrow gate. The highway to hell is broad and its gate is wide for the many who choose that way. But the gateway to life is very narrow and the road is difficult and only a few ever find it. What is the good news? Because it sounds like a lot of bad news, right? Well, what's the good news? John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Ephesians 2, 8 through 9. It says, God saved you by his grace when you believed. And you can't take credit for this. It is a gift from God. Salvation is not a reward for the good things that we have done. So no one can boast about it. How do I get forgiven of my sins? Maybe you're thinking that. And how do you give your life to Jesus? Acts 2.38. It says, Peter replied, Each of you must repent of your sins and turn to God and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins. Then you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit Romans 10 9 if you openly declare that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead you will be saved John 14 6 says this is Jesus talking he says I am the way I am the truth I am the life no one comes to the Father except through me today is your day to come to the Father through Jesus Christ. If you want to give your life to Jesus, I want to just help you in that. And I want you to pray with me right now. I want you to pray with me, and I want you to get forgiven of your sins today and surrender your life to Jesus. If you're saying that's you, that you want to do that, I'm telling you, nothing in this world is worth it. Nothing in this world is worth your soul going to hell for eternity. God didn't create hell for you. God does not want you to go to hell. God wants you to be in heaven with him forever. When I go to heaven, I want to see and meet you in heaven. So if you want to be forgiven your sins right now, if you want to give your life to Jesus, don't hesitate, don't wait. I want you to just pray with me right now and just repeat after me. Say, Jesus, right now, I give my life to you. Please forgive me of all my sins. I believe that Jesus Christ Is a son of God that Jesus died for my sins and he was raised from the dead I put my faith in Jesus alone make me a disciple of Jesus fill me now with your Holy Spirit in Jesus name I pray amen amen if you said that prayer And you just really just repented of your sins and laid down those sins to the feet of Jesus. I just want to celebrate with you right now. You know, the Bible says that when one comes to the Lord, that heaven is rejoicing. I want you to understand that this is a huge deal. There is no bigger decision that you will ever make. This is bigger than your birthday party. I want you to tell everyone of the decision that you made and why. I want you to celebrate today. I'm celebrating you right now, man. I'm happy for you. I'm so happy for you. Celebrate. Go out to dinner. I don't know. Get a cake or something. Today, you are born again. And I want to help you become a disciple. This is your first step. Your next step is to get baptized. I want you to reach out to us right away. If you gave your life to Jesus at theway.la, click on salvation right there. And then from there, we're going to help you. We're going to get you a Bible, we're going to get you baptized, everything. This is the best life. Welcome to it. I love you guys. God bless you. Thank you for tapping in today. Have a great rest of your day. The Way, the Way, and the Wait and Late Podcast